Welcome to the Lead From Within podcast with your host, J. Neil Mystery. This podcast is a vehicle for you to live life true to yourself and in integrity with your greatness. Hello and welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a solo episode where I'm going to be talking about value and the importance of going where you are valued, knowing where you are valued and being in places where people and I guess, yeah, people in communities and networks value you for who you really are. Um, And so ultimately at the end of this episode, what I really, my intention is for you to come out of this episode to have some form of shift in the way that you perceive your own value and then for you to create value around you and so that could mean um increasing increasing your revenue and your business the the, the outcomes could be you know more money or more uh, greater salary in your roles Um, but also in personal relationships having and creating more fulfilling meaningful relationships and being around people who really value you and that feels really good right when 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 you're around that so um that's the whole purpose of today's um podcast episode and by for me to start off i'm going to be sharing with you a really quick story i'm i'm going to take you back to 2015 where i had just spent around 2 years in a job where it was my first kind of corporate job after leaving clinical practice and I was in a consulting firm in London working in the pharmaceutical industry and ultimately I was working as an analyst for two years which is the most junior role there and it was great experience for me I um, you know especially coming into the corporate world and um, coming from a clinical background it was extremely valuable for in terms of the skill set I um, I developed and the person who I became essentially right um, but at, at, it was at the point where the the firm didn't want me to stay or they didn't want to promote me, right? They wanted me to stay on as, at, at the same role, but they didn't want to, you know, promote me or push me forward because only a few um, individuals were getting promoted and everyone else was not. And so I knew that actually there was not much of a career path for me here. Um, and so I needed to move on. And also I, I was, I was, in a place where you know my managers and the people around me were kind of saying to me that I was being too ambitious and that I, I'm thinking too far ahead and I, I need to slow down a bit and, and pipe down, which um, I didn't really feel comfortable with. Um, and so as you do, I was applying to other roles and going through interviews and it was quite a long process. It, it took me around six months, I think, to find a, a new role. Um, and it took me six months because during this phase of applying for roles and being interviewed, I was facing rejection after rejection, after rejection, after rejection. And for someone who had great feedback as an analyst, who you know, was a fairly good performer in the company, um, I had many thoughts going through my head after all these rejections. Am I good enough? Is this career path really for me? Was I just fluking it in this company? Maybe this company just saw me for who I, I may not be. All this kind of stuff, right? Um, one could call it imposter syndrome, whatever it, you, you want to call it. It's just, you know, it's thoughts in my head, which um, I started to give attention to. Um, and ultimately with these scenarios, it's all that happened was I was getting rejected from a, from a, um, 
from a company and then I put my own story and meaning onto that on top. Um, and so simply it was just a rejection and it, was, it wasn't the right fit. But then I would add my own kind of thought and meaning onto it, which um, obviously was not serving me at that time. I wasn't as self-aware back then as I am now. I wasn't really much into this work as I am now. Um, but ultimately, look, I landed a job and the lo- job at which I landed was, uh, was amazing because it worked out well and they really valued me. They valued me more than every single, obviously, rejection every single company that rejected me valued me but also they valued me more than my previous employer valued me and I found that really interesting because you know they trusted me I was traveling the world with them I was you know um, not the world mainly Europe I don't want to make out like I was traveling all over the world like living a high life which, which, which I wasn't but um I was traveling in the day they trusted me with clients and you know doing great things and all this kind of stuff right and so I felt really good. It was great for my for my progression. It was great for my career. And I just, and it's just really interesting how one company, the company which I was being employed initially by, was at, where as an analyst, didn't really value me. They didn't really see that potential in me, or that they saw more value in other people than, than me. So they didn't promote me. Whereas this company saw great value in me. They invested in me. They, you know. Yeah, they, they took me on and, and, you know, I spent a good two and a half years there and they continued to value me even after I left and, you know, they didn't want me to leave, et cetera. Um, and so that's a really quick story how, you know, I was the same person. The, I was the same person, but the perception of value on both sides were different. And then as I, this is something which I reflect on a lot now that, you know, I am in business and, um, and over the last few years I've, I've been coaching and um you know in on this entrepreneurial journey you can call it um it's just and even just as a content creator and someone who puts my work out there um people that some people value and some people don't and so there are times when people value my work at hundreds of thousands of pounds or dollars and the same work someone would not even pay a penny for even when I'm having conversations with people I've not met before, some are fascinated by me and what I'm about and my work. And others couldn't care less. They couldn't care less. As I just mentioned, I've been in job roles in the past where I felt extremely valued. And in other interviews, people wouldn't even think about hiring me. I've had people follow my writing and my content almost religiously and others who, on, who would un, just unfollow me because they can't stand what I write about. It triggers them. It, they just don't like this topic. And so I've been reflecting on this because this is what I've really learned and reflected on. We have no inherent value. We are the value we see in ourselves. And when it comes down to work and business, what we really pay for when we buy something is not value, it's our perceived value. It's how it will make us feel, it's the outcomes that it will create for, or it's how we, is what we think the outcomes it will create for us. Will it get us closer to where and who we want to be? And so I'll give you an example. My, when, when we go traveling or when we're in airports, my wife walks into a Burberry store, right, as she does. And I wonder why, why the hell would she pay you know, 
more than a thousand pounds for a piece of leather put together so you can carry a phone in it. Just about carry a phone in it. <laughs> and she probably wonders why I've spent so much on other things, right? Like, you know, I spent thousands of pounds on getting coaching or personal development courses or whatever. And well, I guess she doesn't wonder it, but she 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 she, she knows why, but is she she's amazed at how much I invest in, in those things. And so it's just essentially different values when it comes down to buying habits, right? So on, on, on the flip side, before I've been caught up in attaching my own self-worth on how others value me. So for example, if my salary is a, you know, a, a certain amount, that would make me feel more valued than if it was half the amount. And actually, that's a complete highway to unhappiness. Because if I'm looking at myself, my own self-worth, my own value, to an external, what, what another external individual or, or organization um, would put, would, would, would label me as in terms of a salary or whatever, that's a complete un, un, you know, a highway to unhappiness. And so the key what, thing I've found to understand who really values you in the way you deeply value you. The key I have found is to really understand who values you in the way you deeply value you. And spend more time with them. And you'll know who values you more than others by the way you feel around them, the way they make you feel. And so, but of course, the first instance is for you to really have some time to reflect on who you really are. It's, 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 it's the inner value that you see in yourself. Because when you see value in yourself and other people see that same value in you, it feels really good. You know when people see who you really are. And when it doesn't feel good, when you see, when you know who you are, when you know your value, but others don't see your value, it doesn't feel good. And so you can simply spend more time with people that make you feel good, people that really see the value that you have to bring. Well, this could be in personal relationships, or it could be in, in, in business as well, right? There are times when um, I've been on calls in a, with people who are interested in, in my work and in you know, coaching and, and you know, uh, all that kind of stuff, which I do. And they do not see the value in it. And it makes in, in it, it, it I, before when I never used to, when I, when I first started coaching, because I wasn't so aware of my own value, maybe I didn't, you know, I just didn't see that at that time in the early days, it wouldn't, it would not make me feel good. I felt it, it, it just didn't make me feel good. And so now I know where my value lies. Whenever I have a conversation with someone and they don't see my value, actually it's, it's, it's not that I don't feel good. It's just, it's just a very clear indication of, no, it's, I, it, that, this is not the right person. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be working with this person. It's a very clear indication. And so this is our job. Our job is to go out into the world and experiment and collect data on who does value you and your presence and your work and who doesn't. That's simply collecting data. 
And yes, all of us can increase our value in the marketplace, right? And all of us can develop more skills. We can take more courses. We can um, become better leaders. We can work on our mindset. We can work on our communication that makes us more valuable in the marketplace. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about something much deeper here. I'm talking about the way that you see yourself. I'm talking about spending time with people who value you in the way that you value you. Because spending more time with people who value you is a better strategy than persuading people of your value. And in today's world, I see a lot of people who are trying to persuade people of their value. And that actually is even less attractive. And that even to some degree could diminish your value because you're trying to prove your value to someone else. Whereas when you know who you are, when you know your value, you don't need to really persuade other people. Either they see it or they don't. But who you're being in the, in, as a someone of value every single day is putting out value anyway into the world, into your relationships. And whether they see it or not, that's their perception. And when, if, if and when they're ready to see your value, then great. If not, we, we're not persuading people. We're not trying to show people our value for the sake of it. And so if one employer doesn't value you, there's always someone out there who will. If one client doesn't value your work there's always someone out there who will if one if one friend does not value time with you there's always someone out there who will and this is really interesting because there is always someone out there in this world who sees you for who you are who values you for who you are and who sees the value you bring to the table whether it be personally or professionally and so you have no inherent value. You have no inherent value. And you have infinite value all at the same time. This is really interesting. You have no inherent value. When you were born, you, hadn't, you have no inherent value. You didn't come with any specific value. Yet, you have infinite value right in this moment, all at the same time. Because you are infinite potential and you can create anything that you want to. And so there's a couple of um, questions here which you can reflect on is, where am I spending my time and energy with people who don't value me or my work? Where am I spending my time and energy with people who don't value me or my work? And the second question is, what's my next step to be around people? who could value me and my work more? What's my next step to be around people who could value me and my work even more? Cool. I hope this episode was valuable for you. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I would really love to see what your reflections are and your insights from this, um, from this episode. If you know anyone who this could serve, I really appreciate it if you could share this episode with them. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Reach out to me. Um, my social media uh, handles are in the comment section below. So if you reach out to me and let me know your thoughts on this. I would love to hear your insights from these questions as well. Until next time, see you, take care, and see you in the next episode.